Hello, and welcome to Parking Thought, the show where we highlight the good in the world, from the extraordinary to the everyday. You're going to want to like and subscribe wherever you happen to find us. Curiosity meet gratitude. My name is Jacob, and I'm glad you're here today. In this edition, we're going to be telling you, or I'm going to be telling you, a story that's sure to get your goose. Yes, I'm trying to be a little bit punny today, and this story does involve geese. So, as you may have noticed, this week we're experimenting with the titles for the show by starting off all of our titles with and. So this would be Parking Thought and the Story of the Goose That Attacked Me. And uh, that seems to be kind of fun to do. We're also using the animal theme. So we're talking about stories and other events that have animals because animals are awesome and they're definitely in our lives. So my experience with geese, especially angry geese, starts when I was in fifth grade and we lived in Connecticut. We had just moved there and there was a week-long camp that we did. I don't know how our school got away with that. It was in the early 90s. But today I imagine that they probably can't do camps uh, with public school children for a week staying in cabins um, these days, but uh, we definitely did back then. We went to this camp that had geese who managed to be flying in that year, and it was pretty neat. It was a time of year, springtime, where there had young goslings around. And we discovered that if we went near the go- the goslings, that the uh, parental geese would get really good at uh, hissing at us. Yes, geese, to my uh, knowledge, or, un- well, I learned it at the time, geese actually make a hissing noise when they are trying to scare away and ward off uh, people and threats uh, to their environment. So this was kind of neat and interesting, and uh, we felt like it was a game. And so we would go around the, the goslings and try to pat them or something along those lines, and the geese would start um Uh, hissing at us. Now when a geese hisses, it actually shows off the inside of its bill. And you'll notice that the inside of a goose's bill is not exactly flat. It has not what we would call teeth, but it definitely has ridges in there that look rather threatening as well. And so I found this rather odd and interesting. Now one of the things I have learned since this event is that geese are really cool and we should stay away and they're very capable of doing lots of things. Um, But this also reminds me of how I once learned, and I may have to share the link to this, but did you know that all of the swans in England belong to the queen herself? And this goes back to a time and an era when swans were considered a delicacy and edible. And so the Queen of England owns all of the swans. And every year or so, uh, there is a group of volunteer gentlemen who go and they inventory and count all of the queen's swans in the Thames and uh, give her a report on how many swans are available to her. And I think it's rather cute. And so I will definitely put that as a link in the show notes. There is a story on that by uh, a YouTube channel called The Great Big Story. All right, so in our last episode, I talked about how I was working out of the federal building, still in the army, was finishing up my career, and uh, working at the Boise Military Entrance Processing Station. And outside of the building, we would see these large flocks of geese that would land on the park nearby at the Venerate Center. And uh, it was very relaxing and, and kind of a nice way to decompress when I was dealing with some stress and other issues. And so I would look out and I'd see those geese. And uh, those geese and that uh, Veterans Administration Center happened to be on the same route that we had for our run route. So we had to exercise a few times a week, and uh, our leadership really wanted us to go running. And so we would go and take off and go running. And of course, 
military leadership wants to challenge their people. And so immediately 200 feet or 200 yards into our run, rather we would have to start running uphill. And so we do this uphill and then go and uh, end up on a route that would take us near the Greenbelt, but not necessarily on the Greenbelt in downtown Boise. Um, the route was I, very critical of the route because it didn't really make sense to me. It was like picking a route that, you know, while you had the foothills right nearby that would have allowed you to do some good trail running, other things like that, the route that we were told to go on ended up running us downtown. I mean, nearly through stoplights and construction areas where sidewalks were closed and those sorts of things, but that was the prescribed run route, and so that's what we ran. Anyway, um, I like to entertain myself when I run, especially since sometimes running can get kind of boring. It's just your feet. You're not listening to music, you need to keep your ears open so you can hear traffic. And so I would run and hear the pitter-patter of my feet and I'd keep going. And uh, on my way back on this run, one time I decided that uh, I was going to make sure that the geese would get out of my way. And so the, the geese were pretty good about being on the sidewalk and I didn't want to get on the road. There was a really thin road nearby. And so I'm, I'm running by and I'm trying to figure out a way to get the geese out of my way. You know, where there's something I could do to scare them, right? Didn't want to upset my running stride. I'm, I'm going, I'm going, I'm going. I can, I can feel my feet and hear my feet hitting the ground. It's that nice, pleasant rhythm, you know. So it was, well, what can I do to, to, to kind of get them out of the way? And if I made a noise with my mouth, then I would be losing my breath. I would be using my breath on that instead of focusing on maintaining my running stride and those sorts of things. And if I adjusted my feet, right, then I would be losing my running stride again. So I needed some way, some, some part of my body I could use to make noise to hopefully move the geese out of the way and scare them. So I decided clapping was the answer. So I'm running back, narrow road, I'm on the sidewalk, right? There's cars parked, parallel parked on, on the side of the road. I'm, I'm running and I see a goose in my way. And so I start clapping to get them out of my way, right? And that goose gets out of my way. Um, and then, you know, I'm thinking like, oh, this is a great solution. I keep going for a while. And unbeknownst to me, under one of the vehicles nearby the sidewalk where I was running were a bunch of goslings underneath that vehicle. So when I started clapping near that vehicle, I was making more noise. I was moving quicker than you know most people near that area. And I was looking like more of a threat. So a mother or father goose, um, one of the goose parents, decided to attack me. Now the attack was pretty interesting, right? It came from behind and it was up in the air. The next thing I know, midway through my running stride that I was really trying hard not to lose, and during this clapping moment, was I felt uh, two feet from a goose hit me on the back of the head, right? And push me forward as if to knock me down. I'm sure the beak and bill were immediately behind that, um, but I didn't want to find out. I quickly ducked and dodged a bit and then continued on my pace and I stopped clapping immediately and started running as fast as I could. I didn't think I had that much left in me, but it made a great adventure story to be able to tell that yes, one day I did get attacked by a goose because I was clapping thinking that I was going to scare them away and instead I ended up scaring them into their attack mode. Now, I like to advertise that this show is about the good in the world. I'm really grateful that parents are protective, especially parents of geese. I've been kind of a jerk, but I've learned from that experience not to mess with geese. And that's kind of an important thing to learn and know that there are some areas in our life where we're pretty open and we're pretty responsive to things. And then there are some areas where we get truly defensive. Now, I didn't intend to pose a threat, 
but I don't think the goose wanted to wait around until I did. And I think that some of these instincts that we have not to wait around to fully assess the situation are entirely appropriate uh, for our life and our environment. But I think afterwards it's okay if we take the time to reflect and to learn whether or not those were incidences of true threat or incidences where it was just somebody being immature, even at 40 years old when I was doing this, running by and being a bit of a jerk. And uh, so I've been that jerk on that end of the spectrum, both with the geese and in other situations in life. And uh, I try to evaluate them to make sure I'm not the jerk going forward. Um, I do try to learn. I'm not terribly good at it, but I am committed to doing it and doing a better job each time. So, you know, if you end up uh, running by some geese and you want to get them out of the way, I don't recommend clapping as a solution. I'd recommend giving the geese their space and moving on. So there's two more episodes that we've got that involve animals, one more that involves running with animals. And as interesting as you might think a goose is to go running with, I've got a story about buffalo. And uh, that'll have to wait till another episode. So with that teaser, let's wrap this up. This is the part where I tell you that the best way to say thank you for this episode is to share it with someone you know. If you're joining us just for this episode, we're glad you can make it, glad to have you here. And if you want to stick around for the long haul, then remember this podcast can be delivered directly to your favorite device by searching for Parking Thought, either on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any of the podcasting apps that you may use. Stitcher as well as one of those that's out there. YouTube, we're definitely on the YouTube. Um, let's see, and I like to finish each episode with a challenge. A challenge to remember that in a world where you can literally choose to be anything, why not choose to be grateful? Mm-hmm.